What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you here real quick with a topic that we cover a lot with our people. Uh, it's actually a module in our 47-day transformation, and we really try to drill and drill and drill this down to our athletes and clients because it matters, and it's something that I think we all have dealt with, at least in some regard. And uh, I'm going to title this why the scale sucks or the scale sucks or whatever the infographic is. I haven't looked at it yet, but I want to get this out to you guys. Uh, and it's going to apply a lot to women, uh, even dudes as well. Um, cause I know we, we let it dictate a lot of things even on our end, but I would say mostly women for the fact that that's probably our biggest demo of who we work with. And you guys maybe let it seep into you a little bit more than the dudes do. And I just want to send it out to say, you know, don't worry about the scale, you guys. Uh, no, obviously I'm not a woman, and uh, the ideal image for a man is is typically far different. Uh, I don't have the same external stresses uh, from society telling me to you know be extremely thin or look like a Victoria's Secret model, or I'm supposed to weigh 135 pounds or 122 pounds or wear a size two, whatever it is. Um, like most of the magazines and TV shows and the bullshit stuff on Instagram and Facebook feeds people, and. Uh, the reason I say women is because that's probably our biggest demo and that's probably who I hear it from the most. Not that dudes don't complain about it, but women uh, more so uh, specifically. And the research that we pull up shows that most, you know, at least when I wrote this original uh, post and content back in the day, that typically women's magazines and, and outlets have 10 and a half times more ads directed at promoting weight loss than the men's magazines and outlets do. Um, and basically order three quarters of the covers and kind of like that, you know, that cover image includes at least one message on, you know, changing your appearance, uh, diet and like cosmetic surgery or somewhere in between there. And I understand that you guys of, of how you've become kind of fucked up in your brain and why you give power to the scale. But what I'm telling you is to stop. And I'm going to dig at this from a few different standpoints. One, I don't think many of us have ever had like an original idea uh, in our life. And I'm not saying that to be negative in any light, but ideas are planted in our brains uh, most oftentimes. Unless you're like Steve Jobs and you created the iPhone or unless you're Jeff Bezos and you created Amazon, those are typically original type things. Most of us don't have that. So we've gotten our ideas from TV, magazines, uh, the media, parents, friends, family, social circles, or a combo of those. Have you guys ever heard somebody come and say, well... I heard this or so-and-so told me that. And typically the source or where they heard it from, they either don't remember or it's not a reliable source. It's not a metric that they, they should have been taught, if that makes sense. You kind of have, almost have to unfuck your brain as you get older from all the shitty habits that people taught you basically consciously and subconsciously. And that's why I say this idea that we should weigh a certain weight or we should be a certain dress size or we should kind of fit a certain mold has been taught to us somewhere along the way. And I'm here to tell you that is complete bullshit. Um, I can't say it enough. Nobody cares what you guys weigh. Nobody ever asked me. Nobody gives a shit. It's not like it's tattooed on my forehead. It just doesn't matter. That, take a minute and really let that sink in and, and think about it for a second. It doesn't matter to me if I weigh 127 pounds today. Or excuse me, I mean, if I weigh 127 pounds, something went wrong. If I weigh 227 pounds today or I weigh 219 pounds, makes no difference. If you guys out there listening to this, you're a female and you weigh 137 and you think you should weigh 132, we can't tell and we don't care. Here's the thing. Here's what happens with the scale. You can be on your, you know, when I say diet, you guys in reference diet, I'm just talking about how you eat for your life. So your lifestyle, eating, your nutrition plan, your diet. When you're following your diet for your life. 
and you're going through and you're doing everything right for a span of maybe three, five, seven, 10, 14, 22 days, and you're, you know, you're doing well, let's say 90% of the time, you're putting in the work, you're sleeping right, you're training, and you step on the scale, and you've done everything right, you think you look good, you're feeling better, you have more energy, you're starting to look the way you want, and you step on the scale and it tells you you weigh 136 pounds, but what you wanted to see was 131 pounds. All of a sudden, you let your day go to complete shit. You were in the best mood. You had momentum built. Things were going good. And because this machine told you you weighed 136 and not 131, you let it ruin your fucking day. You let it steal a minute, if not multiple minutes or hours or days of joy from you. You let this machine make you feel bad about yourself. You let this machine dent your progress. You let this machine slow you down and kind of veer you off the path. If nothing else, at least mentally, wreck you for a few minutes. Don't let comparison, don't let, I've said this before, you can't let comparison steal your joy. You can't let the scale steal your joy because it's just measuring one metric of you and one metric alone. The scale is a one trick pony in terms of measuring progress. And it's a shitty metric at that. It's a shitty one trick pony if you ask me because it only measures the mass of you. It doesn't know where you are in your journey. It doesn't know what your body fat is. It doesn't know what you look like. It doesn't know how strong you are. It doesn't know how much endurance you have. It doesn't know how much confidence you've gained by changing your life. It's only telling you a number and you're equating that number to a certain level of success. Here's the crazy part. Let's say you think you look amazing, right? You think you look great. And then you step on the scale and it tells you a number that's four pounds or five pounds or seven pounds heavier than you think it should be. And now all of a sudden you start to doubt yourself and you think you look like shit. You're not as confident in your results. You're not as happy as you were moments ago. How crazy does that sound? It's like when people go compete, right, in bodybuilding or physique or bikini, whatever, and they step on stage and they look amazing. It's the best they've ever looked. They're the healthiest they've ever been. They get on stage and they play sixth instead of first and then they feel like shit about themselves, that they're inferior, they have to improve things. Now, you look the exact same, but because you got a sixth place ribbon instead of a first place trophy, you feel shitty about yourself. That's how insane that is, even though you look the same. The scale is that same worthless metric. It's just a number, you guys. And to understand how fat loss and weight loss works and how much weight can fluctuate, you actually have to understand how the body works. And so I'm going to give you guys a quick summary and hopefully enlighten you. And I know this is going to take some time for a lot of you guys because it's been ingrained in you as a little girl, um, as a little boy, as a kid that you should weigh a certain weight or you should be a certain dress size or pant size. Maybe it was your mom or your dad or your, your friends or whatever, and it fucked you up in the head. And so I'm trying to unfuck a lot of this right here. So the three components that make up your body weight, you guys, essentially are, and there's multiple factors, but we're going to go three big, water, lean tissue, so thinking muscle, and then body fat. So basically the water and our tissue and our fat. And so your water, you guys, that's most of your body. Water makes up about 60% of our body weight, give or take, depending on you know what source you guys are looking into. Basically the water's in your bloodstream, it's in your digestive tract, it's in basically every cell of the body. And so for you guys, the primary fuel source for your muscles is basically carbohydrates and for energy for life. Now, if you guys are on keto or doing something really extreme, you can turn your body into just a fat burner if it's devoid of carbohydrates. But for the most part, carbs are basically the, the easiest, you know, readily available source of energy for us. So in order to store carbs in your muscles, the body has to convert it to glycogen. In order to convert those gar- carbs to glycogen, you have to to pair it with water at some point. So by staying hydrated, you're increasing your capacity, obviously, you know, for more energy and to burn calories, but you're also increasing your weight at the same time. So water makes up a huge 
portion of you guys. If you go, you, know, you can track this down if you want to get, you know, really into like the neuroscience of it. Babies are made up of about 78% water. It drops as we get older. Men hold about 60% of their bodies are water. Women are about 55%, give or take. Now we're all a little bit different, you know, genetically, um, biochem wise, but it's all comparable. So with that said, lean tissue is the next part. The cells that make up your bones, the cartilage, your muscles, hair, even nails, um, we're talking, you know, leaner type tissues. Muscle tissue obviously plays a vital role in you guys, you know, being able to lose weight, lose body fat, and keep it off. That's why we always say your muscles, your metabolism. So don't be afraid of strength training and obviously have some muscle on your body. Even though you might weigh more, you're going to be leaner overall. So even if the weight is higher, the body fat is lower because more of your body is lean tissue. The way that we want to look or the way I would assume you guys in your brain want your bodies to look. And then the last one. Obviously, body fat. The fat cells, you know, in our body typically are stored places we don't want. For most of us, in our abdomen, our thighs, our hips, arms, and then obviously like less visual places like uh, in vital organs and things like that. That's what makes up the weight of us. So when you guys get on a scale and you say it fluctuates, oh, I gained three pounds today. It's complete bullshit. You just can't do it that quickly unless you're completely binge overeating, um, just straight macaroni and cheese, cinnamon rolls, pizza, cookies, drinking 14 beers and laying on your ass. Even then, I think it would be hard for most of you guys to be, you'd probably be so bloated and gross and full, you couldn't actually get the calories to be high enough. So what I'm saying is to you, your weight can fluctuate within two, three, four, five pounds in a day easily just based off of the fluid factors alone. Now, there's a lot of other things that play into it. Obviously, if you guys, and here, I'll say it this way. My weight can fluctuate 5 to 10 pounds in a day easily, depending on how much I sweat, what my carbohydrate level is, how much, you know, essentially water and glycogen is in my system, if it's pre-workout, post-workout, if I've taken a dump today, if I've not taken a dump yet. Those are all huge things. So if you guys have to step on a scale, what I would tell you is to do is maybe... Maybe only one day per week if you're going to do it. I would do it even more spread out than that, but no more than once per week. And I would do it at the same time the same day, preferably in the morning, probably after you guys have, you know, taken a dump because that does make a difference if you have, you know, obviously some things holding on to water. And after you ate a normal day of your diet, that would at least give you some reference point of what you weigh. Now, obviously, if you if you have 200 pounds to lose, obviously weight is more important. If you guys are looking at like a four or five pound difference, I don't think it's important. I don't think it's the best metric. And again, it's you guys have to understand this. We tell us to our people all the time. It's not what you lose. It's what you gain on this journey. I'll say that again because this is the most important part of this podcast. It's not what you lose. It's about what you gain in this journey. So if you guys are putting in the work and your diet is on point, your macros are on check, you're sleeping good, you're training good, you have to use some other metrics for success. And the scale is a real shitty one for that. It's one measure, but it's not the best measure. It would be like number 10 on my list of things to measure. I think if we want to dig into a little bit deeper, if you want to go body fat versus body weight, that's a huge difference. So losing weight and losing body fat are not exactly the same thing. You guys want to measure just when you get on the scale, it doesn't measure your body fat. It doesn't know if you lost body fat. So if you guys were at the novice level, especially when starting off, you can get leaner and put on tissue at the same time. And if you guys are eating at a calorie deficit, even if the scale happens to go up, it's not true weight gain. And we used to talk about back in the day like, oh, eat 35, a pound 
essentially 3,500 calories equals your pound. We people used to think back in the day, oh, if we, you know, if we're at a 3,500 calorie deficit or a 3,500 calorie surplus, we essentially are going to, you know, either lose a pound or gain a pound. And the reality is, ingesting 3,500 calories doesn't simply translate into an extra pound of body fat, nor does burning 3,500 calories through a workout result in a pound of weight loss. It's not just physics. You know, there is obviously physiology to it, and there's a metric in there. But the point I'm trying to make is, you guys, it's not just weight in, weight out. It's not just cows in, cows out. Body fat does matter. So if you're going to measure things, I would say body fat is a better one. If it's dress size or pant size, you can measure that as well. The biggest things I want to say you guys are going to gain on this journey, what you're going to learn, it's feeling satisfied when you eat, eating whole nutrient-dense foods that help you. It's do you have more energy? Are you sleeping better? Are you building strength? Are you building endurance? Are you building real habits and rituals that can last you a lifetime? Is your overall health better? Do you feel better in your clothes? Do you feel better how you look in the mirror? Are you feeling energetic? Are you happy with the progress you're making? All of those things are super important and way more important than some bullshit fucking number on the scale. So again, you guys... We all have to understand we're all different. Um, there's not like one mold that all women should follow and fold into. Every woman's not going to be 130 pounds and wear a size two. What I'm telling you guys is you can't compare yourself to your friends and TV and papers and magazines and unrealistic Instagram and Facebook shit and the Photoshop stuff can fool you all day long. It's just not realistic. What I'm telling you guys is we all have certain gifts. Some of us are going to weigh more and we're going to weigh less. If we look at people when they come in here, I typically can tell where their weight is in a range anyway. Not that it matters, but we can almost tell when a woman's like, well, you know, I always weigh more than my friends, but maybe she's a little bit taller. So height has a lot to do with it. Or the big muscle groups, you guys, here's the big ones. Your back, your ass, and your hamstrings. That carries a lot of load. So if you're a woman and you're blessed enough to have a nice ass or a booty with a little bit of density to it, you're going to weigh more than your friend who has a pancake ass and has nothing there. It's just common sense. If you're the woman who's a little bit more powerful, maybe you can run faster, you played soccer, you were a track star, something that required some athletic ability and you have some density to your hamstrings, so maybe you have a nice set of legs but they're a little bit bigger hamstrings or bigger quads, you're going to weigh more than the girl who has stick legs and can't run for shit or can't push a sled more than 15 pounds. The point is, you guys, there's certain things that factor into that. So when you get on the scale, just understand it's not just the mass of you. If 55% of your body as a female is water weight and about 60% of your body weight is water as a dude, when you get on the scale and you're a female and you weigh 150 pounds, 75 to 80 pounds of that is literally just fluid. So that should help you at least put some some context behind that stuff. And I know we always get caught up in romanticizing the past and, and what it used to be and what we used to be. And we, we make it better than it is. And, and I give the example of this. Remember, I met my wife. We're both super young, you know, almost 10 years ago at this point. And she would, now she'll say, you know, I'm older now. Uh, you know, my body's different. I'm wrinklier, whatever it is. That's the reality for all of us. We're all going to get softer, older, and wrinklier. That's just true. My hair will fall out. I'll look like Bruce Willis. It's just charged to the game. It's part of it. But what I tell my wife is I think oftentimes she romanticizes what she was. She's in the best shape of her life. She's the leanest on average she's ever been. She's the most fittest. She's the strongest. She's the best she ever is at her oldest age, which most people can't say. And when we look back at pictures at like, you know, 23, it's 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 not what we think it was. We look back and I'm like, holy shit, we were kind of train wrecks. My point being is this. We might have wore a different dress size or pants size or we might have weighed something different. But even if we weighed less at that age... We're in. We're way fitter now. 
and our body fat is way leaner, we're way healthier on average, we're way stronger, we have better habits, we're healthier people overall, and that's what you guys have to remember. So if you're romanticizing what you guys used to weigh when you were 24, or the pant size or dress size you used to wear when you were 27 and now you're 42, that was a different chapter of your life. You can't keep looking back and saying, I love chapter 3, now you're on chapter 8. You have to love where chapter 8 is and understand it. it's just a weight number. It doesn't factor in anything else, you guys, other than that. And if you get anything else from this podcast, remember, it's not what you lose on this journey, it's what you gain. And you can't let anything steal your joy, not even for a fucking minute, because it's taking away from you being inspired, motivated, and making progress, and just being a happy, awesome fucking human being. Don't let the scale rob you of joy, just like comparison on Instagram and Facebook, and don't let you romanticizing what your past was, or let you thinking that you should be a certain dress size or a pants size or a certain weight and you th- and I'll put it this way I used to do the same thing you guys and it was the other way if I could just weigh this if I could just weigh 200 pounds I'd be happy and I'd step on the scale and I'd let it piss me off and think that I wasn't making progress and what I found out was this when I got to my ideal body weight number I wasn't happy anyway and this is what I tell people is this if you think you look like a rock star and you're happy with the results and the progress or you're at least striving to be happy with that and the scale tells you you weigh 135, but you wanted to, to say 129, you have to step back from reality and understand that it's just a number. And that five, six pound, four pound difference won't make a difference in your life whatsoever. Nobody cares but you. And the scale only has the power that you give it, like anything in life. You can't give away your power and your happiness to a machine and a number. So hopefully that helps you guys out there who are, who are scale jumpers and you know scale hawks who kind of live on it and look at it every single day and let it dictate their health and happiness because it's just a number. I don't know if I can fix your brain if it's, if it's truly ingrained in thinking the scale matters and thinking like whatever dress size a manufacturer says matters to you. But if nothing else, understand that on your fitness and health and fat loss and muscle gaining journey or however you want to view it, it's not about just what you lose on the scale. It's about what you gain along the way. And there's so much more than fitness that goes into just a scale number. And like we always say, don't let your fitness steal your fitness. If you're a person right now listening to this and you're eating better than you've ever eaten, if you're taking care of yourself better than you ever have, if you're training harder on a program with community and people and you're on a schedule better than you've ever been on, but yet you're letting the scale number weigh you down, you are letting your fitness steal your fitness. Don't let the fittest and the healthiest you've ever been take away from the progress you're making because you see one number and you think it should be something else. Hopefully this helps you guys. Any other questions or stuff you want to hear from me, please let me know. DM me, email me. I'll do my best to speak on it if I can. This one just matters to me because I see so many beautiful, amazing women and men come in here who are fucking crushing it and changing their lives. And sometimes they get in a scale and it's like this deflating thing. And so if that's what's happening to you, I would just say fuck the scale altogether um, and focus on the other things that really matter. How you look, how you move, how you feel are probably the big three on top of that. And again, if you guys dig the podcast, please share it with a friend or family or obviously somebody who needs some scale talk um, to get them out of their brain. Um, hopefully we can uh, kind of unfuck them as well. And if you dig it, drop me a review on iTunes and a comment. I'd love to hear it and see it. And uh, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Don't get on the scale. It's not worth it. And remember, it's not about what you lose. It's about what you gain on this journey. Have a great rest of your day, you guys. Peace.